0: Well, communities are more segregated than they were the day before the last place desegregated. So, so, so.
1: I think Catholic schools still exist, and I I think we should... (laughs) I think we should turn this those... is a
2: Catholic podcast. Now. I think, we have I think, I think,
1: it. I think we should,
2: yeah, this is a, this is a drag cat podcast. Now, I, th- I think, I think
1: we should just continue to let the Catholic schools run, but we should just build walls around them with like the barbed wire facing the, uh, Catholic school. It's so, like really just wall them off from <laughs> yeah, society. Those are Jewish schools. So, so. <laughs> no, they're not. That's what I'm <laughs> That's...
2: Basically what the Vatican is, Mussolini built a wall around them to keep the Pope
0: out. Well, no, he built the wall around to keep the pedophiles in.
1: (laughs) Germany tried to do that with linen, but it was a train and it still didn't work.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's... Mussolini was actually the most heroic figure in all of early 20th century history. He was going after the pedophiles.
0: That's why he's the patron saint of the pod. <laughs> Friendship <laughs> ended with Gramsci. <laughs> my best friend is Mussolini now. Mussolini's <laughs> granddaughter. Come on the pod.
1: Oh my god. She's still out there so we tweeting. We promise
0: not to turn your audio upside down. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's one of my favorite like s- like subtle controversies. What is his, the fucking thing he had where Mussolini's buried called like the Valley of the Heroes or whatever? And Italy is just like, oh, how long do we have to wait before we make this a parking lot?
0: <laughs> no, that's Spain. I think that's Spain.
1: Is that Spain?
0: Yeah, because they have this weird it Catholic is... shrine to it.
1: It is. I think. Um, I think it is. I think you're right. And now that you're saying that, I think you're right. I I, I do think that's yeah. What is that
2: called? I like what- uh, Berlin did with Hitler's bunker where it is a parking lot. Yeah,
1: it's literally a parking
0: lot. And there's like a <laughs> plaque there that's like we didn't build a monument here.
2: Cause fuck this
1: guy. <laughs> that that should be like that should be the discussion around I know we already did our Civil War like Civil War being upset about their like tr- you know participation trophies getting taken down. But like that should be just like anytime anyone ever says, like, oh, oh, well, you're destroying history, it'd just be like, no, did you not, did you not hear the rules that you're playing by? History's written in blood, my man. The victor gets to write this shit in my dude. Guess what? No, I'm I'm Robert E. Lee, my asshole, my man. I, mean, I still think yeah. we should I replace them all with
2: statues of the new Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Did you see the post that was like, uh, in the, in the, uh, in the trailer, there's a pile of shoes that he's burned through, which ostensibly means he has toes and you could see them.
2: Oh, I thought Sonic made a visit to the Holocaust
1: museum. Oh my God. that's
0: It's the only way you can run fast, you know, the shoes can't match. What's well, the only place you can find a bunch of shoes? Don't match. Oh
1: no! Oh no! What does that make? The gold rings.
0: <laughs>
1: well, that's why it's so mountainous. It all takes place in Switzerland
0: after nineteen forty-four. Oh goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> He's just running through getting gold rings. Hey, Jack, oh, is this a wedding ring? If you, jump, if you get enough gold rings, you get to move to South America and change your name. <laughs> Well,
1: it's uh, upsetting that there uh, weren't just like mom- a, a string of molars. I guess that was Pac-Man.
2: <laughs> that's Sega why. is uh, a subsidiary of IBM.
0: So. <laughs> 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 well, and that's why that's why the bad guy has a super joke technology and a big mustache. Who is he? We all know who he is. He's Papa Stalin. Come to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> the game was actually made by a Japanese ultranationalist. He tries a some bulldogs.
2: Many months has come and gone since I walked from
0: those uh, most most Oklahoma hills where I was born. Yet I keep doing crime. Many a page of life my man. Many a lesson I have sexism. Well, I feel like in those drama. hills I still. Long. We be doing crime. We're down
1: there are revisionists the and there are
0: reactionaries. I just can't make it. And is the sweet about them. This is Red Star Over Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma's
1: now we're down down in, in the
0: Indian Nation. The Cowboys' life is my
2: occupation. And it's Oklahoma. Hills for I
1: was born. I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we have Carl Roberts and Stephen Lassman on the show. And this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a politics and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. This week in national news, we'll be talking about the collapse of the Iran nuclear deal. Then we will move on to a discussion of George's attempt to destroy judicial processes and the rule of law. Carl, you're not allowed to moan at that word until you get your opportunity to moan at that word. Before, of course, turning to Oklahoma news, where we will be discussing Trump's pardoning of a war criminal. And then we will finish with an awful story about the OKCPD. Before, of course, moving on to our conservative reading series for the week. So let's jump right into national news, which I believe Mr. Roberts will be taking for us.
0: There is a specter of haunting 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. The specter of John McCain. Um, according to a NY Times article, which is not in the script, uh, I apologize to both of you, um, entitled White House Reviews Military Plans Against Iran in Echoes of Iraq War, Uh, turns out that dying because you deserve to is not enough to keep you from affecting foreign policy in the current White House. Um... So, last Thursday, President Trump's top national security aides met, um, and one acting defense secretary, Patrick uh, Shanahan, um, this is why I've always said the Irish should not be allowed in this country, they're not good people, bad people all around, I know that means I'd have to go back, but. You know,
1: that's just this is the price you pay. I mean, this and podcast, um, this, this podcast people, would be...
2: It's not sending its, best, it's, it's yeah.
1: <laughs> the Hey, these are bad potatoes, all right? Bad potatoes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he presented an updated military plan, and I'm quoting from the article here, that envisions sending as many as 120,000 troops to the Middle East. Should Iran attack American forces or accelerate work on nuclear weapons, according to administration officials? Um, that's not a good... Eric
1: Prince, lot. in his uh, deep underground bunker, has renamed those, uh, what what we used to call troops into uh, 3D periscope hoppers, and uh, it's testing much better if we say that we want 120,000 360 no-scope periscope hoppers in the uh, Middle East instead well, of troops.
0: He, he, was, he, was, he was too busy um, painting the walls of his underground bunker white with a uh, special secretion, only known to him and uh, Betsy DeVos, um, to, to be able to talk about renaming anything at the fucking thought of uh, starting a war with Iran. Um, which is, uh, a really cool, really cool thing that we're, we're talking about now. Um,
2: well, Iran has committed the, like, classic international violation of doing things, uh, being a nation, and we just can't have that. It's, it's
0: backing out of a...
2: security when <laughs> Back... <laughs> they violate a treaty second. Yeah,
0: uh, okay, number one. Everybody gets a mulligan on a treaty, um except for other countries. Uh, number two, um, it's not like uh, anything bad was happening to Iran. Uh, because we refused to follow the treaty, we worked extremely hard to get them to sign. You know, uh, what's bad about that? Um, so, what, what was going on is essentially that with uh, the installment of... Uh, Nat set ghoul and bad mustachioed man. He does a disservice to every man with a mustache to the one with a mustache, I have to say. Um, I'm ashamed to count him among our number. Um, He just really wants to go to war with Iran. And so, oh, since he's Mr. kind of Bolton. the big guy leading stuff... Oh, I
1: thought we were um, about Wario. Yeah, no, I knew you were confused last week, so I, I wanted to make sure that you knew which mustache <laughs> we were talking about. It's, it's not no, Stalin's actually, John,
0: mustache. John... John, John- John Bolton is the Waluigi of American foreign policy. I will uh, not accept commentary or uh, criticism
1: I, on this I, topic. Um, I have notes.
0: So right now, essentially, what they're saying is, and th- this is like the New York Times is describing the thinking of these senior American officials. Um, talk about how dangerous the threat from Iran has become recently. Um, I I don't I don't I don't really understand what they're talking. You know, like when when people talk about that like the one big thing that anybody could be referring to here is that iran is maybe thinking about restarting nuclear energy production and like the the production of uh, like ramping up its its uranium production now if we're all watching hbos chernobyl we might have, have concerns about that but that's unrelated to their weapons process they've sold something like 96% of the uranium they had back in 2016 so they don't really have anything everything they have is for research or medical purposes and they're just saying, well, if we're not getting anything from this deal, we might go forward with it. And with new U.S. sanctions that have happened after, they, after the U.S. unilaterally decided to leave the deal, much to the chagrin of our European partners, um, the oil embargo placed on Iran has, has done like really shitty things to their economy. And this is kind of like the, the, the chickens coming home to roost because of that. Because now people like the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps um and other hardliners in the country are like well we, we don't get anything for following the rules because they'll just leave It won't do anything and then how how is this going to work how how in what other you know in what other in what world could it go any differently than it's going right now but the problem is that these people are acting like it's like oh this is all iran um you know iran influencing conflict making it worse and so on it's just like i mean this is the kind of thing where like when when I say I don't trust the media, right? Like reading through articles like this or like the Guardian article you put up for it, Adam, it's just like I, I just want to read this read this read this quote, right? But two of the American national security officials said Mr. Trump's announced drawdown in the of American forces in Syria and the diminished naval presence in the region appear to have emboldened some leaders in Tehran and convinced the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps that the United States has no appetite for a fight with Iran. Which is like, why why would you Why would you quote that kind of—why would you even talk about something? Like, how does that make sense, right? Like, why would you not mention that maybe the reason there are tensions rising between Iran and the U.S. is that after a four-year intense process involving all of the most powerful countries in the world to finally deal with this issue where Iran essentially showed its fucking ass and said, we will literally do everything you want— you will get everything you want as long as we can re-enter world markets. And then we say unilaterally, and because of our economic uh, gravitational pull on global markets are able to do this, say, no, fuck that. We're just leaving it un- unilaterally. Why would you describe it as as hawkishness in Tehran and the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps instead of the brute reality that that there's literally no reason to trust the U.S.? So why, wh- you get no benefit look, look, from behaving look, here's,
2: well. here's here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you, know, you know, we're... we're- they're just the international bully of course but with Venezuela we kind of you know they threw a few punches back and made us look like you know real fucking idiots uh so i think we got to go into the middle east shake things up show them who's boss make make sure they know who's in charge so they're just trying to flex their muscles <laughs> really let them know that uh you know we're still the boss around in the middle east
1: I I, I I am just always, imp- you know, like I said a moment ago, I'm just always impressed at the willingness to chase the almighty dollar and how these conversations where, you know, we pretend to follow, or at least especially, you know, the EU and the UN and these, these, these agreements are purported to be about, um, you know, fa- you know, making sure that everyone has what they need, and that we respect the rights of countries. And it's amazing just to see it. The moment they can get a, 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 a spare nickel in, well, we'll just shred all that immediately. All they needed, all all the international community needed, all the the war hawks like Bolton needed, was dumb old Donald Trump to to allow it to go on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, like why?
2: the like the faint outrage at, like, what? Iran's not honoring the deal. I can't believe that they would do such a thing. America has always honored its deal.
1: Yeah. When, like, (laughs) A, we were already backing out of
2: this deal itself, and B, Iran would be pretty stupid to completely believe we would uphold the deal wholeheartedly, I mean that, that's the only thing that protects you from U.S. invasion is having
0: nuclear capabilities yourself.
1: As as and, evidenced and, by UN.
0: Yeah, and I mean, no matter how much you want to hate on it, it's true. It works. <laughs> like, and why would you not? Oh, if if should you have as, start... as few
2: nukes as possible. But the fact is, that's the only way to stop any sort of U.S. Intervention is being a nuclear power. It's
0: like the most surefire protection. And and I mean, let's be honest here too. The the reporting on this has not mentioned the development of the 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 Turkey Saudi Arabia Israel axis in the Middle East that is deeply opposed to Iran because Turkey hates Kurdish people and Iran has a truce with uh, Kurds in northern Syria and because Saudi Arabia and Israel. Both fucking hate Iran more than they hate each other even though probably they should hate each other more than they hate Iran et cetera, et cetera or like you know the fact that the u s invasion of afghan invasions of Afghanistan and Iraq have meant that we have massive you know military forces on both sides of the country like and and, and none of this ever comes through. you never hear this kind of shit you never hear Maybe part of the issue is that Iran entering the oil market was bad for America when it's finally turned a point in oil production where it's gone from a net importer to a net exporter of oil again, and that threatened American oil interests. Not even in the sense of like we want their oil fields, but just in the sense of it's hurting the the dollar of uh, I'm sure Devon or That's Continental. That's
2: the thing. Iran has always been like such a big lie in the U.S. oil, and I mean back in the kind of mid-Iraq War period. They were, you know, setting their sights on Iran as the next thing, the axis of evil with Iraq, Iran, and North Korea. I mean, they were like chopping at the bit to go after Iran back in the mid two thousands.
0: Yeah, and and they always have been because it's just Iran is a country that the U.S. hasn't been able to push around in a lot of different ways. And I mean, it's it's like Cuba. It's exactly like. Cuba, where it's like cut off from American, the American financial empire, and there's nothing we can do about it other than push it around. Like, here's another thing. Here's another thing.
2: They don't bend the knee, so Daenerys has to go in with her dragon, burn the place
0: (laughs) to the ground. But kind of. (laughs) Well, they rang the bells actually in Iran with the nuclear deal, (laughs) and then we, the very fitting (laughs) description, they rang the bells, and we said, "No, fuck you." (laughs) <laughs> uh, here, here's here's just another three three paragraphs I want to read. Okay, actually I'll just read I'll just read this uh, this one paragraph after like setting it up. So apparently Iran has taken a more um, a more like aggressive stance um, towards American forces in the region. Uh, this is this is the direct quote from the New York Times article. It is not clear to American intelligence officials what changed Iran's posture. Like. How is that not the clear? The sanctions. How, how much? What? How much? How much fucking money do we give to the the? How many fucking intelligence agencies do we have in this country? We have enough that we call it a community. Like it's a fucking like it's the I don't know like an ethnic minority in the country. People in the intelligence community and they can't figure out why Iran might be getting ready for a fight with the U.S. When John Bolton is a, on one of the most high-ranking like national security people his hands. when we renege on a deeply hard-to-get-to, extremely fought-out, drawn-out process to come to a deal with Iran, and we just throw it in the trash. like, And they can't figure the shit out, and these are the people we have that are supposed to figure out what's going on on the international stage. Like Literally, if you put the three of us in charge of American foreign policy, we would genuinely we would do a better job. If if American these intelligence officials can't figure, I know, but I'm just saying, like that's actually true. If if that's how these people think, like that's
1: an honest truth. The simple, concise, easy answers with which I would be able to deploy just like whole and just do away with whole swaths of shitty U.S. policy. Yeah, of course, but they're making too much money. It's just it's we got got to ban capital.
0: Yeah. Except for maybe and, and coins. Maybe maybe the last thing to wrap, to kind of like wrap it up, because I I mean, I think we've done all the important things. It would not take a hundred, if we somehow got into a war with Iran over some idiot horseshit, like they are provoking us with their speedboats in in the Straits of Hormuz or something. Something we also regularly do, um, you know, just violating their international waters. Be like, what are you going to fucking do about it? Because you can't do anything about it. Um, if we go to a war with Iran, there will be a draft. It will be worse than Vietnam. It will take five hundred, six hundred thousand American troops. You know, like the fucking population of of Boston proper, or something. Um,
2: what? What are you talking about? What? They're not going to draft people for a war with
1: Iran. There's no way no, they would. I, 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 I mean, I... I don't, I, I, I don't think we see a draft until we see nukes fall. Personally. No, but, I think
0: I think because like how the Iranian military has over a million people in it. It is a real, drones. well-trained military. It's yeah. not Iraq's oh, yeah. military. <laughs> it's not it's not the non-state actors we've been fighting. They have like real shit. They yeah, but it- We've
2: been preparing for a like completely digital war for the entirety of the time we're in Iraq. We're preparing this. Like, they've
1: obviously been prepping yeah, this. You, you know uh, we spend months. more than, like, all, the next 23 countries combined, right? No, I
0: mean, I fully, I fully understand all of that, but that doesn't mean it wouldn't be a lot. I mean, think about how much harder Iraq and Afghanistan have been than we, than we thought they were. Uh, and it's not like...
1: Intentionally. I
0: mean, a non-state actor in Afghanistan and then in Iraq as well, and we, we can't do it against, like, a group of people that would have every reason to take it very seriously.
1: Like it, I mean, it would be just worse than they predict. People who don't.
0: I think it
1: would be we worse than they predict. Can't fight gorillas. Uh, well, on that note, I think I think you know this is a this is at least one of those things that we can say. You know what. Not only is it above our pay grade, but man, is it a complex question I don't think anybody's got the answer for. Here's what I will tell you has been provided. We have some breaking news on the show this evening. I, I, I know it'll be different because we probably won't get the show out for uh, a day or two, uh, but we are recording on uh, Tuesday evening uh, around uh, 9 p.m. and... Uh, I just got the news alert on my phone and I think this is going to lead into, uh, I I also uh, got that news alert, (laughs) uh, Lassie, Mr. Mr. Lassman's story. Uh, the Alabama Senate has passed the nation's most restrictive abortion ban, which makes no exceptions for victims of rape or incest. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about that, uh, Steven? Well, folks, it's a real
2: race to the bottom here. (laughs) Um, Between Alabama and Georgia, which are passing some truly draconian uh, abortion restriction bills.
1: Just unconstitutional Uh, on their face as well, but we'll get into that.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Blatantly unconstitutional. Um, Yeah, so it started uh, sometime last week with Georgia's governor signing in a heartbeat bill, um, and then about Alabama's Senate. Postponing until next week, until it's vote, until a near total abortion ban, which I believe just passed uh, Mm -hmm. a few minutes ago. Um, So, yeah, we've got two just very uh, strong anti-abortion bills going on in Georgia and Alabama. Um, I believe the Georgia bill says that uh, I think six weeks after uh, conception, it, 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 it is, if,
1: if I remember correctly, that is the heartbeat bill where yeah. uh, they are saying now that they have the ability to measure a fetal heartbeat at six weeks and are using that as a uh, new scientific justification, which is crucial because Roe versus Wade, um, I, I, I know that that's a court ruling that a lot of people would say is good, including myself, and that we don't want to see overturned, including myself, but... I think that there is an issue in Roe versus Wade, in that they employed a lot of technical scientific language. So, when Georgia finds dumbass doctors who are like, a, 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 "A baby is actually just a sperm," and every time you masturbate, you're sinning, and that's a death penalty offense. Um, when there is like Supreme Court precedent in that very case to consider medical opinion in that way.
2: Yeah, Georgia has actually replaced the Hippocratic Oath with uh, the Every Sperm is Sacred song from Monty Python. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> See, we would have dealt with this problem uh, uh, with the Iran D- military situation if uh, the Irish did not have that law, that every sperm is sacred. It uh, would have been much better, many more abortions. This is deep cut, guys. This is good.
2: Fuck you. Uh, um, but yeah, so the Georgia law uh, doesn't take effect until 2020, so most people believe that it will be quickly overturned before it can actually <laughs> take effect.
1: It's still going uh, to be signed, but, but uh, I don't think their governor is. Just in the history of Alabama governors, they don't seem to be people who care much for oh,
0: the Georgia
1: good. Law. Oh, Georgia. It, but, either way, no, i, I mean, you no, know. <laughs>
2: Um, but one thing that has uh, resulted from this bill already is a lot of people have been calling Planned Parenthood, asking if abortions are outlawed. Meaning, people already are starting to think that they're illegal. Meaning that the amount of abortions are going to decline. Uh, like people will not be aware of it, that they have access to them when they do, which is likely the sh- short-term intent of this bill.
1: And and and, uh, and this is my own personal axe to grind, and I I, I hope that our listener can. Can, can put up with me. But, and it means that death threats to anyone who works at Planned Parenthood have increased by, you know, 1,500%. It means that Planned Parenthood, uh, a place that ostensibly hands out rubbers, pap smears, and breast exams, it does maybe 1% of the abortions done in the U.S. and, 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 is maybe 1% of their business is abortions. And guess what? They, they, there are going to be RNs and, and specialist care providers in those facilities that are going to have to watch their backs when they leave the place that they don't get firebombed or fucked with because of shits who are now emboldened by fucking shit like this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is nothing about like rile up people. There's no reason to do this except to get it in the national conversation. Angry up the blood,
1: rile up the base. And
0: we know what that looks like because dude, Colorado Springs bombings of abortion clinics like this shit happens regularly already. And it's yep. just going to get worse because of this kind of stuff. Yep. And the blood that is on the hands of every single one of these Georgia le- legislators will be the blood of doctors trying to, you know, keep women from dying because they have pregnancies that will kill and, them.
1: And just, yeah, and not just pregnancies that'll kill them, but just like breast cancer, like there's so much breast cancer that's just diagnosed there and
2: like generally like women's and just sexual health in general that they're like no you can't do it
1: this is an organization that principally hands out rubbers and like that's it like uh the 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 misconceptions surrounding Planned Parenthood just blow my mind and like it's not like it's the literal best people that it can be it's like people who are Highly intelligent, highly driven, and chose to spend their lives, like literally, helping people have sex—the nicest thing that could you could do—and they're the ones getting shit on. It just blows my mind. But the um,
2: the other the other aspect of this is, of course, the Supreme Court, which now has a Republican majority, um, and I think this is, is like again. Enough- as I said in the beginning, like a race to the bottom to really come up with the most restrictive and draconian anti-abortion bill to bring to the Supreme Court to just see how it actually fares in front of a majority Republican court.
1: Which again, like I said earlier, and and, and Carl, here's your chance, but, and and this is just, I mean, it, you know, to have a civilized society, you know, to not play this... To not play the ANCAP game, we have to have some, like, ostensible rule of law that we can at least say, oh, yeah, like, there is a way. But they are just using political power to engage in their own machinations, doing something they know is unconstitutional so that it'll get challenged so that they can overturn it.
0: I mean, to me, like, the rule of law doesn't even come into play here because it it all... All doing this kind of stuff will mean is that, yes, to some extent, less women will get abortions, but overall, women will still get abortions, and it will just be less safe. It, it, it will just put the lives of the woman in, in more risk, not just because the procedures will be illegal, they'll be done in secret, they won't be done as professionally, they won't be done with standards designed to protect women and patients that are appropriate, not the ridiculous ones like in Texas that say you have to be a fucking- hospital to perform an abortion there's regular normal like making sure your instruments are clean because maybe the, the state inspector shows up one day or something shit like that won't be happening and and the violence towards abortion providers people who are rumored to be abortion providers women who want to get abortions women who need to get abortions you know um, anything like that it, 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 it will just make the things that already happen less safe. That's the main effect it will have. will not lessen the amount of abortions in, in a particularly meaningful way, I think, compared to how many more people it will make suffer. It will make— I
2: mean, It usually does. It's, it has a significant effect,
1: especially— Reported. On
2: because, yeah.
1: that uh, that I mean, that's, that's on, like, like my issue with that is yeah. that like— like one of my favorite examples of that is um, domestic violence in minority communities. Okay. If you have a bad engagement with the police, then domestic violence is literally never reported. And like, they're like, so like, it's like that, like, I think abortion is one of those things too where like once they make it illegal, like how would we know how many abortions are being done or not being done? Because like by necessity, they would have to be like off the books.
0: And 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 that's the thing is that a lot of good social science does say that for the most part, like women who want abortions are still going to try to get abortions because you look like overwhelmingly, someone who gets an abortion has a worse worse time in terms of mental health if they don't like like they have made the decision beforehand to get the abortion, and it is much harder when they don't get a get an abortion on them than if they do. It's much harder. Uh, than that and that's before we even talk about the stuff that like um the georgia bill will make happen like if you have a miscarriage you have to prove in a court of law that you had a you know a legitimate miscarriage to maybe turn that phrase in an appropriate um if dark way yeah. uh to this story well, um, and
2: that was because like i remember there was a trump interview where someone asked like well what happens if you get an abortion when they're banned and it was like oh you should be punished and they like immediately had to roll that back because that is the logical conclusion of like doing this shit is like, oh well,
0: if you're gonna be consistent, you will eventually start punishing people for getting abortions.
1: Yep. Throwing people in jail. And,
0: and people hate that overwhelmingly. That like eighty, ninety percent of the population is like if you want to punish a woman who has an abortion, you are objectively a piece of shit.
1: And because yeah, but that of how 10% vote set
0: up right now. Yeah, is that the that 10 to 20% of people who are just like are the kind of people who maybe should be in a gulag of anybody. I don't support putting people in gulags, but if there's a
1: group of people who should, um,
0: if if there's a group of people who should, it's those people. I'm not saying we should, I'm just saying that morally speaking they're they're deserving of it. Um, um, They happen to be able to control places like Georgia or Oklahoma for that matter um, because we have a political system set up in a way that lets them do that. And, and their voices get heard and amplified because um, people have focus on the family has a, an amount of money that is ridiculously wrong. The Koch brothers are willing to support this if it means they'll get their fucking tax cuts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it, it's one of the most evil things about American politics where what's going to happen maybe in our lifetime, maybe in two, three years, is that we will see a woman executed for getting an abortion. Like that, that's, that's the world we're living in now. That's very possible with this Georgia law, because that was one of the things too. They said is that they've left the punishments unclear for women who get abortions. Well, And what's that going to mean whenever it actually comes before a court and you have some judge whose dad was grand wizard of the KKK and, you know, is just one of the most subjective pieces of shit in the world. And some poor black woman gets brought before the judge for having, having an abortion and it's an all, and it's just some fucking like Atticus Finch situation, except there is no Atticus Finch. That's fake. That's made up. It's a children's story. Like what's going to happen?
1: So you it's know, like a sixth graders story, not a children's story. <laughs> so, like, Still children, young people, not children. Well, I think we should young jump children. from talking about, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, people who maybe aren't deserving of punishment being punished to talking about people who are clearly deserving of punishment, who aren't being punished. Uh, and so let's take us to our first Oklahoma news story. And unfortunately, um, old Donnie T man, old Donnie T had to make an impact on the, 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 the great Oklahoma state, uh, this week. Uh, he has granted a full pardon to a former army first lieutenant, um, who was convicted by a military court in 2009 uh, for killing an Iraqi prisoner suspected. Of, now I'm not going to read that because suspected of bullshit. Uh, he was suspected of stuff. That doesn't means he won no proved nothing. Um, and that's literally what those words mean. um, the the, 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 the the story, <laughs> according to this NPR article, uh, and that I am, uh, gonna, uh, 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 scripturalize a little, a little bit here is, is essentially they were at a, uh, he, this, this, uh, gentleman, Ali Mansur Muhammad, uh, was in a combat zone and, uh, the army lieutenant was questioning him, quote unquote, and the army lieutenant said that in self-defense he had to fire his weapon and kill the prisoner. Now I I'm going to lay this one to you boys. Um, you know I I say you're a jury uh, of this man's peers. He's he's 35. He lives in Oklahoma. And that means he he probably would get some of the jokes we make. Uh, so let me lay this one to you uh, to his peers. Uh, can you can you? shoot a person in self-defense if that, if that other person is naked? If
0: you're a cop. I say uh, no on
1: that one. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a tricky situation you find yourself in because, uh, 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 uh the Mr. Muhammad who was executed, uh, in, in self-defense, uh, was naked at the time. And, uh, you know, I bet you he was in handcuffs. (laughs) Now, it doesn't say anything about that. But since this was a closed court-martial proceeding and not a criminal proceeding, uh, we don't have access to any of those uh, actual records, so we would never
0: know. Can can I just read this paragraph from it? Of course. Um, Mansour was killed during questioning about a roadside explosion that had killed members of a platoon under 1st Lieutenant Benihana's command. In military court, in an interview last year, Benihana acknowledged that he had decided to question Mansur on his own weeks (laughs) after the Iraqi was initially released because of a lack of direct evidence at the time of the explosion. So this was literally outside, like this dude, um, outside of the the, 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 whatever we want to call that system in in Iraq. Yeah, Um, it it
1: is a system. (laughs)
2: Um, I, I gotta even,
0: ask, did you read that right, or is his name really? Benny no, his Hanna? name is Bahena, but I'm calling him Benihana. <laughs> yeah. I refuse. More
1: I, I, well, I, yeah. criminals
0: don't get real names. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Um, not sticking with it. Um, which like, let's go back to that. He was released. Yeah. He was yeah. released for lack of evidence.
1: Tying into the the car bombing. I mean and 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 that is I mean also clear it, it is it it is it, I think you know like I said it is it is uh just ridiculous to um pretend that that that, that, that we can't look at these facts and know what happened. I I mean that there's a, a lot that goes on but it it's it's just amazing to see this where he's just not getting punished now. So I, I think we need to take one step back and say that he served a jail sentence. He was sentenced to a longer period. I think he was sentenced to 25 years. Uh, he was released uh, five years into that sentence. So he has now been fully pardoned and that conviction is gone. Um, and it is, it is, um, you know, he's, it is, it's like it never happened. And and for me, you know, I I, I've already you know gotten a little flack for it, but it's it's important that when terrible things happen, that we if we have this, and I am not a war hawk, I swear, but it's just because I I've read a lot about Rwanda, and when we have to have humanitarian intervention, we need to do it, and this just blows it out of the water. We just have no ability to do it uh, ever again, and it's just. It's just exhausting because when we see terrible things happen, there's then no ability to do anything about it credibly. Let's let's be honest here.
0: Chelsea Manning served seven years for releasing videos that showed that literally proved American soldiers did war crimes, like straight up did war crimes. She served for seven years in solitary confinement. He served 5 years not in solitary confinement for doing a war crime and then gets clemency and a pardon so that he doesn't have to live on parole until 2024. Like who can trust the American military anymore? Like how are you how can you trust that? Whenever somebody who says that speak truth to power gets shafted by the system and somebody who who in cold blood murdered someone in a war zone after illegally choosing to engage with him himself. How, like outside of the bounds of of the system that that we have for questioning people how so.
1: about how about this one for you and i know you'll you'll love this little tidbit about this troop i know I, I know you'll enjoy it his mama his mama was a federal prosecutor and she was the one who called the White House and she talked to Donnie and she said here's what she, she uh, uh he 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 first she got him to uh, the president to agree and then uh Uh, I'll just read this. When the pardon finally came, Michael Behenna missed the White House's initial phone call. Uh, He was speaking with his father, according to the Oklahoman. Uh, Then he called the White House to speak to the president. My heart was beating fast, he told the newspaper. I had big old tears in my eyes. He said he'd heard about my case and you have a lot of support behind you. Your case came highly recommended. The fuck does that mean? I'm choked up and I'm trying to say thank you very much. (laughs) I, I, Good job right. killing that. There Adir- you go. It's From the horse's fucking mouth. Say,
2: you could get Trump, if you could just get an audience in front of Trump, you could get him to pardon the Hamburglar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll the, 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 the things blood. the, the Hamburglar has been hearted. accused of. Uh, you, go.
0: <laughs> you know that <laughs> at some point at a rally soon, he'll be like, war crimes against the Iraqis? No deal. It's not illegal. You love to see it. You love to see the dead Iraqis, don't you? <laughs> and then you could
2: Folks, oh. you know me. I support the police. I love the police. Chris Dorner. He should get a pardon. man.
1: <laughs> I tell you. I heard you can't corner him. No corners. That is what he was about. I approve. <laughs> Oval office. Oval office. No corners. Can't corner the Dorner. And then he rips the mask off and he is Dorner. And then oh, yeah, oh, no, man. that would be, like, that would be. As
2: long as you have. Uh, Position and power enough to get an audience in front of Trump. You could probably convince him to pardon anyone you wanted.
1: Could we get Manson out of jail just so he could I just want him to have a talk show. Wait.
2: So we need to get enough subscribers and influence so that we can get an audience in front of Trump to pardon Joe Exotic for his <gasps> oh, crimes.
1: Oh and he's Exotic innocent. No I mean he really Tiger is innocent. Is legal.
2: I mean, imagine it. Convince Trump to get Joe Exotic to work for one of his casinos. <laughs> it
1: would be oh, <laughs> those, deal. those tigers! I swear to
2: God, they're beautiful. <laughs> Amazing deal I made. Amazing, this man—he's got tigers, and guess what? He didn't get attacked by any of the tigers. Much better than <laughs> Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> he made, he
1: made, he made an entire tornado out of tigers. It was the most terrifying thing that has ever existed. The U.S. military <laughs> is using them in Iran right now. President Trump,
2: pardon Joe Exotic. Uh, we're starting the pardon Joe Exotic movement.
1: Well, We should get t-shirts. Free my man Joe Exotic. Oh, dude. Yeah, we should. All right. Uh, and we are now moving on to the second Oklahoma story, which I believe Mr. Roberts is going to tell us about.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's actually maybe... maybe um, Maybe related in a way. Uh Ugh. has to do with um hmm, uh uh white mm, white guys with guns um shooting brown people. Um so I'm pulling this from the Read Frontier uh the Frontier rather. Um great news source, as always. Loves mm-hmm. y- you love to see it, folks. You love you to love see to nonprofit it. local journalism. You love it. Um this is about uh, Sergeant Carl Holcomb shooting Lorenzo Clerkley Jr., uh, which is a, a shooting that happened back in March. It's not the only shooting that's happened in the Oklahoma City metro where a cop uh, shot an uh, unarmed black person for no reason other than racism. Um, but this one, uh, the kid didn't die, thank God. <laughs> um, and I don't know if, you, if you've ever – have you two watched the video of
1: this? Um I I'm can't bad, watch you know. this kind of stuff outside of work.
0: Yeah, it's um it it's 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 not fun. So to set the stage, um Clerkley, uh Lorenzo, Clerkley Jr. and some friends of his were like playing around. They they were playing basketball or something at a park in southeast Oklahoma City. It started raining. They had some like cap or BB guns, right? And so they're just like, let's go play, you know, like just do like teenage boy shit where you have toy guns and you shoot them and it's fun. Right. We've all done it. It's, it's good time.
1: Um, I'm just saying, I know that this is like, I know that like, I remember when president Obama came out and was like, yeah, if I had sons, I'd talk to them about this. But like, like I'm an, I'm a grown man and I won't hold, I'm a grown white man who has no reason to ever fear the police. Here's the thing. I won't hold a Nerf gun in public. Just afraid one of these motherfuckers will shoot me out the fucking window of their car as They're doing 90 around the corner. Just trying to fucking raw somebody, dude. I, I, yeah, I, they're I like, just <laughs> posting
0: on like r slash blue lives matter. Like my wife left me because I uphold law and order. Um, while they're shooting out of their car, willy nil. Yeah. Cause I think it's like a, a majority minority neighborhood or something. Um, that's honestly like it's not that's not what happened but maybe it's kind of what happened um so these kids were playing in an abandoned house with cap guns um and you can watch the body camera footage and the cop walks up to a fence he's like hey like it seems like they have cap guns or something or bb guns um and so he walks up um he's walking up he yells as he's approaching the house uh police department come on out and then he says into his radio I think it's a cap gun. They're shooting something, and he walks up to a fence, and he pu- and you can see from the 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 um, body cam that he points his gun through the fence and yells, "Show me your hands. Drop it." Um, and less than a second after finishing it, he shoots four times, and then yells again, "Drop the gun." So, like the kid had less than a second—literally less than a second. <laughs> I mean, to respond yeah. to someone uh, yelling at him over a fence,
2: he, over. I, he just he, I mean, he did the two things at the same time. Like that's not you can't react to that. You can't. No action can happen in between. The, yeah, the, a half second to a second, whatever.
0: Yeah, no, and 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 he even acknowledges and like you hear it. I mean, you literally hear him say it into the radio as he's walking up the fence. I think they have cap guns. So it's not even, he doesn't think he's walking up to a situation where they're like, there's a gun battle going on or something. He thinks it's kids playing with toys and he walks up and starts shooting in the same breath that he says, drop the gun to this kid, right? Um, and 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 then nothing happens, you know, nothing happens. They pull the kid out. You can see the video too um you know he's playing around in the house he's shot in the window he falls into the house on a bunch of broken glass they drag him out and the cop is like you're fine you're not gonna fucking well he doesn't say you're not gonna die he's like you're not gonna die are you shot anywhere are you okay and it's like condescending tone while this kid is lying there on the ground crying because he's a child that's been shot shot and they're like sitting there like yeah don't worry we've got an ambulance on the way and like him and his cop bros are standing around Around with one of them has an arrow 15, he's like pointing at the other kids. And they're like, Hey, are you shot? And they like pull his shorts up on one side, and they're like, He's not shot, he's not shot. And then the kid's like, No, I'm shot on my other side. And then they pull up his shorts on his other side, and they're like, Oh, oops, we accidentally shot a child. And it, it, I mean, it, the behavior it, it's ghastly. It's like, it's like this isn't a person to these cops. It's not like they shot something. they're acting like they didn't shoot a living human being in this video. And He's-
2: and that's the effect that having just armed patrol police has. Yeah, mass militarization like of police. The yeah. yeah, they, they like so they. There's proven they going evidence to that they war. psychologically see themselves as different and like treat the people around them differently when they're armed. And they, that's like a psychological effect that happens, and that makes them more violent and more prone to like these types of incidents. And, like, why the fuck do they need to be armed? They're just beat cops. Like, why do you need anyone but the emergency, like, shit's going down police to have guns?
1: Because if we didn't, Smith and Wesson wouldn't make nearly enough money, okay? If they didn't buy new cruisers every four fucking years, Ford wouldn't make money off of selling old fucking Crown Vicks to people. No, it's
2: it's the fancy Dodge Challengers that fucking need for speed highway patrol cars yeah, now.
1: It's like, cause, cause, cause whoever cause manufactures AR 15
2: action Bronson yeah. and they're all, they all think they're in the taxi driver.
1: They all do think they're in the taxi driver. Now I will, I will admit that they all are standing so, in the mirror. Like, just yeah, like being no. like, fuck with, me. Fuck no, with me.
0: They really
2: are. They're all Seth Rogen and observe and report. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I mean, it's like it's this story has some other things, too, that are really important, like uh, just just a direct quote here. A neighbor called the police to report two young black males wearing hooded sweatshirts in the neighborhood, possibly carrying guns. That person did not see them carrying BB guns or anything. (laughs) That person didn't. That person's just never call cops. Like, let's be honest, guys, like call a cop if you um, physically observe domestic abuse. You should call a cop or, or or sexual assault. Sure, call a cop. Or you've been assaulted or abused. Yeah, fine. In that situation, maybe you can call a cop if you choose to, if you feel like that's a safe option. But never call cops. Just don't. If just you've don't.
2: Graffiti the side of a building uh, uh, like something disparaging towards cops and want them to see it. I suggest you call them to that
0: location. <laughs> that is acceptable. Just don't call nine one one. Call the just police tip line.
1: Um, that Ted, way they
0: can't charge you with like uh, you wasting th- police time.
1: You just do the Bane voice and tell them uh, where they can find just dicks on like abandoned building walls and like, Mr. Pig, I have another project for you to clean. You chose to become a pig. I was born into
2: it.
0: I um, was born in the trough. <laughs> um, some other things interesting about this story. Um, they didn't, his mom, this is a minor, this is a minor under the care of an adult, not, not, a, not, not an adult, right? His mom only found out after a cousin told her that, uh, they had been playing ba- basketball together before this happened. So the guy got picked up by the police and then taken to a hospital. No one thought to call his, uh, responsible adult. Um, just think about that for a bit. That's wild. Um, another thing, um, Oklahoma County district attorney found it to be justified. Said, yeah, that's totally legit. Um, and then <laughs> there are charges against the boys right now. No one knows what they are. Uh, they, they've not been uh, presented or accepted by the boys. There's not records of it, apparently, or at least well, that the frontier could find. That's,
2: <laughs> that's all they need, though. It's just like, oh, you're in an abandoned building. That's a crime. Mm-hmm. We, Trespass. Yeah, we were responding in kind. Yeah. Yep. Like, we responding to a crime. That's
0: like, um, that's all.
1: Reasonable apprehension needs. in my life yeah yep and that's it
0: i think the last thing um and what's important i think and why actually i think it's so important that we boost the frontier is at the end the article with a story about how Clerkley, uh this child um couldn't eat because he was made too nervous by cops being in bricktown when he was down there with some friends um because he was um, like yeah. which is he fair like PTSD that's
2: PTSD from being yeah, shot by a cop
0: he has ptsd and so like the fact that the the frontier is taking the time to do this kind of reporting which the new york times failed to do whenever it reported about something as big as maybe going to war with fucking iran to talk about maybe the other side of things in this situation that's why you should support local journalism because
1: read frontier is that awesome. story or the frontier people awesome. do
0: how many people, whenever they, whenever you like, get a push notification that says "police gun goes off in officer-involved discharge event of a gunpowder-related nature"? How many news sources are willing to report the actual truth that that this is causing PTSD for a generation of children that already are getting PTSD yeah, from doing fucking school. like practice for getting mass murdered in their schools, and then on top of that, have to worry about playing. A normal game with their friends and getting murked by a cop before they have the chance to respond. Like you have to,
2: honestly. You props the frontier for like showing the human element of this because that's what's important to understand about this type of stuff. Is that
0: yeah, this is fucking uh, people's lives. Yep. Yeah, and I hope that cop reads that and feels like a piece of shit every, (laughs) every day until he dies because he is one. You uh, shot a child
1: do you want to move on to the <laughs> oklahomans article <laughs> yes come on over here come on, coward Coward! i know that i want to punch you in the nose I'll beat
2: your goddamn ass you son of a bitch you're an intellectual dumbass and i'm coming
1: you coward you think you're a tough guy i hate you coward <laughs> we're gonna defeat this anti-human scum we're gonna
0: everybody to round out the show. We have had tough pickings for conservative reading this this week. This one, I'm pretty happy with this one in hindsight, but I just want to say to whoever is DDoSing the Tulsa beacon and took down their website, you are
1: really building socialism. Bro, I respect just, you. And I think it's important. not paying their bills. <laughs> that no one gives a, fu- <laughs> okay, I, let me say this. Carl didn't say this. I'll say this. All right. If you're spending time to DDoS, um, the Tulsa beacon, you need to leave them alone and find another productive outlet because it's not healthy. All right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the the one person who runs Tulsa Beacon either got recruited by their militia group in Oregon, or like had to go kill themselves because yeah. their Christian cult group had the meteor flying
1: over. Yeah, I was gonna say, they had to catch a ride on their comet.
0: <laughs> they drank the Kool Aid in South America, actually. Flavor
1: Aid, goddamn it.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so this article is called. When diversity doesn't count for much by the Oklahoma editorial. Oh, is this glo- globally retirement letter? No, it's not. It's not Globally's retirement letter. Um, it's <laughs> well, not. that is probably a similar title. <laughs> to
1: no, the, the title of his was the university is bankrupt slash, slash, slash. I didn't, I didn't talk shit about Debo. He talked shit about me. <laughs>
0: If it weren't for the State Board of Regents holding me back, I totally would have fucked up Debo shit. Yeah,
1: no, that's literally what the letter fucking was. Listen, I never talk Um, shit, but if I did talk shit, it would sound like this.
0: But if I did talk shit, OSBI would be maybe investigating the former president of the University of Oklahoma. I cannot confirm or deny. Yeah, He
1: did say that in that letter, too. Anyway, get to this.
0: After Governor Kevin Stitt announced his choices for the State Board of Education recently, the head of the state's largest teachers' union voiced her displeasure. This group has deep ties to charter schools, virtual charters, voucher expansion, and organizations that proactively work to dismantle public education in our state. Alicia Priest, president of the Oklahoma Education <laughs> Association, said oh on God. social media last week. <laughs> so this, this
2: is a classic uh, Oklahoma editorial board style where so far I'm like, oh, I, yeah, that's bad. That yeah. sounds good,
1: yeah. Yeah, That, that it seems like, <laughs> like Stitt should, has caused a problem like and yeah, these uh, people are saying something about it. <laughs> The, the uh, head
2: of the teachers' union doesn't like the people appointed to the board of the education. Maybe there's something wrong with
0: them. Maybe, maybe they're not good. <laughs> the OEA, Priest said, had hoped it would depart from former Governor Mary Fallon's strategy, quote, of punishing our public schools. It's worth noting that charter schools and virtual charters are public schools, but because they operate differently than traditional public schools. Charters and virtual schools are often demonized by members of the education establishment.
1: Demonized? What the, what the fuck? God, what is I hate. the education
0: hate... establishment? Uh, uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's 23 year olds who have education <laughs> bachelors who are now apparently, yeah, they are, they are the secret lobby running our state. Adam, Steven and I went to
0: the unquestionably best high school in the state. And we had an AP U.S. history teacher who is not board certified, who should not have been teaching history, and who got into teaching because she couldn't do a different job. And, like, no hate on her. I understand how she ended up there and so on. And for what it was, it was, I guess, okay. But that's...
1: There is a teacher teaching a foreign foreign language. language. (laughs) Uh, There is a teacher teaching a foreign language. Uh, in uh, uh, the high school I went to who on uh, a few weeks ago was discovered by her boss sleeping on her desk while she had a class full of students which is the same behavior she uh, had when I had her class and that was the first B I ever got and it was the only B I got in high school Uh, and so yeah no uh, actually a lot of hate on her uh, and I hope she loses her job over it it sounds like uh, it's probably going to finally fucking happen and I'm fucking stoked <laughs> Who's learning German Boston in fucking dollar, prior? I
0: make a dime. That's why I sleep on company time, Adam.
1: Fuck you. Bro, but like <laughs> maybe
0: It does have youth appeal in that he is just declaring no teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Priest, a vote for a vote for Kevin Kevin Stitt is a vote for uh, anarchy. Kevin Stitt. A vote for Kevin Stitt is a vote for anarchy.
1: (laughs) Anarchy. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I love it. A vote for Kevin Stitt. Kevin
2: Stitt is the only uh, anti homework candidate.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. How great would that that uh, be if we just like
1: mortgage fraud in multiple states? (laughs) If we just like. Make a culture of like not going to school in Oklahoma for like one more generation. Those will be the ads. He's like, "Do you hate homework?" Kevin Stitt <laughs> hates homework. Tell your mom to stick it and play Fortnite all fucking night. You like Red Mountain Dew? I like Red Mountain Dew. It makes my tongue red, and then I go. La, 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 la. Kevin Stitt for governor. Fuck yeah! God, this is like how every, we get idiocracy, every
0: Oklahoma. Every Oklahoma child into that child from a brother who says, Papa told me to shoot at guys from the bank. (laughs) That should be the ideal. Um, that should be the no, one lesson you learned.
1: Yeah. No, that, um, children. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like if we could be the lost boys and yeah, just have like an anarchist society run by like eight year olds. And then like the eight year olds one- <laughs> with shotguns. Yeah, exactly. The
2: governors decided by whoever holds the conch.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can Lord of the lies this better. motherfucker. And I'll tell you what, Kevin Stitt ain't on the top of that pile. I no, personally get him off that pile. <laughs>
2: No, the roving children would
0: tear him to shreds in no time. He would be <laughs> a victim of the oh God. Continuing with the article. <laughs> and so are those who support the idea of expo- exploring charters, virtual charters, etc., which is why appointees Jennifer Munnies and Estella Hernandez are particularly concerning to the OEA. Although they send their children to Oklahoma City Public Schools, Money's and Hernandez's vision views don't match those of the OEA, and thus the, the two nominees must be opposed. Now, I think what they don't mention that maybe is important is that charter schools have a, a a pretty solid record of teacher union busting. So maybe they're just maybe it's just economic self interest. Something the Oklahoma I don't know. I don't know. Also, I don't know. It's are, like
2: a lot of times in like these special city, municipality, districts to keep suburban money in the suburban areas and make sure it doesn't go to the inner cities. And also... also Online
0: charters have been uh, counting students twice to take double the money from the state and then teaching them religious things, which is like... Twice, and and not, illegal on two fronts, and, and not just
1: that. Um, I think it's, I think I think it's important to note that also, in a lot of s- communities, and in a lot of rural communities where the school is the center of focus, as we have more kids move to online schools, we're going to break down that community barrier even more, which as we talk about is bad. But I want to say really briefly that I, I, I I don't, I don't want to engage with the plot of their argument. Okay. I want to take a moment and just say, my God, is this all they've got? Is this all the commentary they have? We've, we've already gone down three or four different roads of more interesting topics. This is like a seventh grader wrote it. Is this all they have? Is this well, what yeah, the Oklahoman's the, the... <laughs> best shot?
0: The Oklahoman
1: editorial board is the first band of roving
0: children running this state. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, they, they are having to
2: try really hard to find a take that's like, all right, how do we say the schools are bad? Yeah,
0: it's just like, well, they're they're gonna get to that yeah. tank. They're gonna get to that real tank here soon, I the think. Uh, which is why I wanted to do it. um the nominations of Moniz and Hernandez also will be handled in the Senate, not by their senator, but by someone else. A note of bene, normally when you nominate somebody, um, the, the senator whose district they come from presides over it. Um, just, just so you're aware, in the state of Oklahoma, that's how it works. This is because freshman Senator Kerry Hicks, the Oklahoma City, who has carried the nominations of 13 other state nominees, has philosophical differences with Monies and Hernandez. After meeting with the two Hicks,
1: Important to know that 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 Hicks is a Democrat and she's from OKC, which is why she's a Democrat. Dirty big city
0: liberals, unlike the Oklahoman, which is not located in uh,
1: Oklahoma City or anything. I don't after know after where their I them. don't know where their fucking address is, and if if Carl you says it, nope, it, no, you, you can't. It's illegal. God them. damn it! It is legal. It, it is, is legal. They're it a roving
0: legal. band of teenagers. They will they appreciate a band uh, of teenagers. They a won't appreciate it. in a language they understand. They will um, understand
1: that language, but they, they wouldn't would. appreciate it. And I don't condone it. Neither does Carl.
0: Adam, as our legal counsel, is Doesn't. responsible if you do that. No, nope. um, I'd like to make that clear. Uh, unofficial. Um, <laughs> after a meeting with the two, Hicks, a former Deer Creek school teacher, said the woman indicated they would use their power on the state board to override local school board decisions. Fuck. Hicks says she has a Fuck quote fundamental disagreement with them on education policy and the direction of public education in Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, the school, board, uh, the school board's God damn. <laughs> Yeah, if the school board makes decisions, I'm just going to tell them to fuck themselves. So, um. <laughs> this is also coming from the people who
0: are like, we need local school boards to have as much power as possible so they can teach the war of northern aggression appropriately and remind yes. children that if you have sex out of wedlock, you will develop a demon tale and some say might possibly grow horns the size of of the small penises of certain animals, mammalian or otherwise.
2: Merch my alma mater, (laughs) (laughs) lifechurch.school.tv.
0: You just tune into the live stream.
1: (laughs) All right, today kids, we're going to learn about (laughs) how Jesus made evolution. For
0: science.
2: So first, First subject in science
0: We're gonna be talking about the arts <laughs> The funniest part is since it's hosted on YouTube All the recommended videos on the side are just like How to become a Nazi and why it's good <laughs> Jordan ben Peterson Shapiro, says to clean your room and be sexually attracted To your daughter Joe Rogan does a weed
1: <laughs> Oh my and god then, and, uh, <laughs> Detention is actually They just show your penis shut so that you can't masturbate <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have been reading the the prose edits from Snorri Sturluson and they're like, yeah, uh sewing sewing people's bodily parts shut is good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um they give props to the Oklahoma they start their next paragraph with a uh, two-word sentence. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, fair, fair enough.
0: enough. Cool. And the order Done.
1: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God, you so It's like an eight-year-old This wrote is it. accurate. God
0: damn. <laughs> uh, but. And again, when you say but after something like Fair Enough. The Fair Enough did you didn't mean it. You didn't mean it.
1: Um You didn't need like, any of these words. The they would delete.
0: <laughs>
2: if they delete like, a, like
0: conversational meandering train of thought <laughs> written article. If they deleted literally everything before the butt, they'd get to what they actually want to say. <laughs> but there's no shortage of irony in this flap, because Democrats love to tout the importance of quote unquote diversity. Indeed. Some party leaders early on criticized Stitt's cabinet choices as not being diverse enough. Hernandez and Moneys would provide the State Board of Education, a largely white male dominated group through the years, with two females, one of them Hispanic. Uh, but for the. <laughs> that's,
2: wait, this is where they're going
0: with it. <laughs> yes, this is exactly where they're going
1: with of it. Of course it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you Democrats are going to criticize
1: these
2: nice Mexican ladies for wanting to abolish schools.
0: These <laughs> Mexican ladies, this. this what this you Hispanic didn't understand from... is that schools
1: are racist.
0: <laughs> this Hispanic woman. A second cousin of uh Cuba's Batista <laughs> who wants to install um some Croat who helped run Nazis through rat lines out of Europe to teach kids at a charter school how to like most effectively kill Serbs. Well obviously you hate diversity. That's like that's their thinking here. Cause they have too many anti PC articles. Um so Come on,
2: guys. I feel like um, this is already kind of a played out Republican move that they were trying in the early 2000s where they're like, all right, well, look, we we found a couple of black people who agree
1: with You us. know, it's, you it's like you we have a word. It, it's called token. Like, it's very. <laughs> we already know what that is. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, you can do that. But that's not diversity either. You fucking psychopaths yes <laughs> um, uh, before go, before you before you carry on uh, <laughs> do you want to know what real diversity is because you should look at skype and see my my video and see what is going on on my couch you got
2: a dog laying out right
1: there <laughs> I don't I don't want to see your boner Adam. him he's just got his dick out man oh oh Oh, he, he was disturbed. He, he 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 realized I was pointing the camera at his dongus, and he turned over. All right, you guys can continue. He was just like laid out with his dick out. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
0: <laughs> That's the diversity we need on the on the state board of education. Dog Unless dick, it. dog dick. Why not? Why not? It's as good as it's as good as people who want to have charter schools double dip into the state fucking funds. Um. This is like a,
2: such a <laughs> just right wing misunderstanding of. I mean, Democrats definitely tokenized to some degree, but the, the Republicans are just like, "Wait, you
0: you like minorities? We got some. See, what what well, more do you want?" Let me let me read the next sentence so we can actually like get into that kind of thinking. Um, but for the public education establishment, diversity has its limits. Those not in sync with their establishment. Are they don't know what that word means. Or should be, which is like a fundamental point. Like, honestly, and and we see this get used like the, the people, and this to to kind of broaden this out, like the people who say, oh, Bernie Sanders is like an old white dude, and that's like maybe not what the party should do or something. It's like, well, the reason like, the agenda is more important than anything else. Like, let's be straightforward here. Like, we need to prioritize. <laughs> like, we well, should not, we should, like, the we should not have you know, people who disagree with our views in positions because we support diversity. We support diversity because diversity is part of our broader view. The agenda well, we want it's to also have important
2: to recognize that this like there's a difference between every time Republicans use diversity is or like just any time. It's clearly an attempt to it's like always disingenuous, but, but there are so many liberals <laughs> who buy into it who are just like No, no, we're diverse. Like oh, of course. Like, I mean,
0: yeah, and it's like
2: those situations where they can, like, and, and, and the, the Republicans do get away with this, they well, can, like, and I also well, think- I thought you like diversity, and then they will support some like right wing candidate based on. Well,
1: and I think it also speaks to that. like the idea, um that like, this is the hammer that they get hit with so hard. So the fact that they can turn, even though it's like, it's like essentially like nonsense and like, it doesn't have logic behind it. And it's like written at a, a like ninth grade level. um, Like it still is essentially them trying to be like, you know what I hate more than anything is getting told, well, you're a racist because you're a white dude. And like, I, oh, that pisses me off. And so I'm going to call them racists. And like, well, you can't, you're, you're, you're having a fundamental misunderstanding of what's going on here. It, just like, like the fucking criticisms of Bernie for his, cause he's Jewish. <laughs> just yeah, defined minority. Well,
2: but a lot of times <laughs> but, it works because Dems are the only ones who are vulnerable to being called hypocrites. Yeah. Well, it's because are- they think they can played played play the stupid them. West Wing game. Yes. No. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, well, by your own logic. Yeah.
0: Well and it's also one of those things where it's like there are a lot of Dems who honestly would not see a difference like Fucking in all the big urban centers of the country, there are plenty of Dems who are like, I like charter schools and I like diversity. And it's like, well, actually, yeah, I don't really give a shit that you care about diversity if you want to like make public education worse. To be really honest,
1: Seattle, the fucking East Coast, it might be different. There's an entirely different atmosphere around what online school can bring in the East Coast or the West Coast or uh, bigger different states than in Oklahoma, where it destroys rural schooling, which means huge (laughs) swaths of the population go uneducated. And and, I mean, by the same just by the same
0: token, like charter schools are used to break public unions, pay less money to wages and then funnel money into profits because they can be for profit run shops. And so you have large charter schools that like the only good charter schools are Glenn Charter Schools. Let's be clear. Number (laughs) one, official show policy. Um, But aside from those, a lot of them are used to funnel money into funnel public money into private hands so that, you know, everybody can get their fucking piece of the pie. Like that's a fucking thing that like the Kaiser Family Foundation likes to do. Um, GKFF, please do not come after
1: us. We do not have the money to deal with that. Um, and- I don't have any and- money. I'm, that's why I'm a communist is because I'm at, I'm at the very <laughs> bottom. I'm actually an indentured servant ostensibly. So this is like almost rebellious for me. Like the bank may show up at my house and be like, hey, bud, you got some notes out. Discover may just come knocking on my door and be like, God, you got to stop it. I'm actually going to need you to go online and talk about how great capitalism is. You, you agreed to that in the contract. And if you don't do it, it's a $500 fine.
0: And, 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 but I mean, that's the thing is that exactly that's it. Cory Booker is the perfect example of like diversity. It's uh, good. It's it's cool. And it's like, well, actually, Oh, look,
2: we got a, yeah, (laughs) we got charter schools, right? Everyone loves charter schools. They're diverse, different ideas. Uh, And then it's, yeah, of course, it's just a way to, Bust unions, uh, privatize different elements of the schools.
0: And don't get me wrong, I would love to be able to choose between like somebody, you know, AOC or Bernie for president or something, right? Or or somebody equivalent to Bernie who's a woman, or somebody equivalent to Bernie who's well, honestly, like you can't get you can't knock him on the race card. He's, he's fucking Jewish. He'd be the first non-Christian president of the fucking country. Like that's a big fucking deal. Um. It would be nice to have that choice, but we shouldn't, and Dems, a lot of Dems use this to not talk about policy differences and they open up this space on the right to, for us to get hit as hypocrites. And it, and it's a problem because honestly, I, I, yeah, I we, should, we should we we should should have a full-throated, um, we should be able to have a full-throated defense of diversity that does not, is not tokenizing. That is saying we want diversity, but the first thing we want out of politicians you know, diversity in movies or something is cool and good. It doesn't affect people the same way that, like, a politician who has bad views or someone with political power who has bad views but is diverse does. And I
2: do, I do think that there, people have started to recognize the, like, transparent, disingenuous bullshit diversity claim. Um, and I think this, like, election cycle, that'll be less of a factor. It just seems like people can see through that more. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Kamala Harris, very early on, people started looking into a record and was like, oh, you have a shitty prosecution record. And there really wasn't a whole lot of that, like, fake diversity, like, "Oh, uh, uh, you know, you need to support the ethnic, strong black woman. I, it just seems like people are a bit more concerned with policy now, or at least a bit more able to overlook just the simple aspect of, like, being ethnically or gender diverse or something. Same with Pete judge I think a lot yeah. of people see that like bullshit, kind of a just shitty war hawk, basically a Republican guy. And just being gay has nothing to do with it. It's just like, <laughs> this doesn't matter. You have terrible views. We don't want to vote for you.
0: And that's, I mean, it's important that we start articulating. It, it, it's important that voices like us, uh, you know, like what the show is supposed to do, but also in general, that more people do start articulating that idea. Because because I think it's also bad for diversity as like a concept that we want to see lived in the world where it's like I do want more gay people in public office living public life and so on, because that is good. I know a lot of people who have have told me, you know, it means a lot to me to see somebody who's not, you know, like the three of us as a straight white dude in a position of power. And like and like that's good. But when you reduce it to just like checking off tokenizing boxes, then it is like, well, all of a sudden. How do you deal? You know, you can't defend against like Mary Fallon was a woman governor, and that's important for women empowerment. It's like no, no, or like the the Georgia woman in the state legislature, or the Alabama woman in their state legislature that are pushing really hard for these abortion restrictions.
1: Listen, like Hitler was an Austrian, and that was good for Austria. <laughs> all right, minority, yeah, he
0: was a minority, yeah. was
2: a minority what, in Germany. What, so.
1: what I was going to say is, is that you know, I, I think the most important thing when we say you know we want to have uh, you know diversity is about I think diversity for me is always about representation. And for me, like I was saying earlier, where you have these swaths who, like, when you have like you know a bad engagement between a uh, you know a majority black community or a majority Hispanic community uh, with the police, and you have these drops in domestic violence, it's the same. You know, when you ostracize people and you ostracize them from government, all of a sudden you don't have their considerations within policy. And the more considerations we can bring in, and the more reflective we can make both our legislatures, our executives, and our judiciaries of the actual bodies that they govern, the more accurately and aptly targeted the legislature will be for those communities. And that, that's, it's that's just, the diversity that's, that's how diversity, views. that's how diversity
0: makes good shit. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's just that also has to include diversity of views. It doesn't fucking matter that you can find, and you, you can know. have anomalies
1: in there. Uh, either way, you can have, you can still have white dudes in there and you can also, you know, you only have, you know, you know, you know, for, uh, you know, a, a sect of LGBTQIA plus people who are, you know, I have, I have no idea what the statistics are, but, you know, if they're only 10%, then they, they might be reflected as 15% or 8%, but, you know, that, that number should be in an, a, a, a yeah, margin of error.
0: Yeah, and it's, and and the important thing is to say that You know, this should be happening not not because we're trying to check off the diversity boxes, but because we live in a world where like people are truly equal. And that's different. And Mm -hmm. the part of that, the the way we get there is things like high quality public education that doesn't just funnel money into private hands. The way we get there is through policy that promotes equality instead of equality that results in bad policy. And that's the thing. That's how we should always approach it, and that's what, you, that's what we should do. And anytime somebody says this, we open ourselves up to this whenever we say we want diversity for diversity's sake instead of diversity as, as a result of a more equal society. Um, so
1: let's finish this let's, article out.
0: Let's finish the article, yeah. Um, another nominee, uh, this, is, this whole paragraph is in parentheses because no the Oklahoma reason. editorial board is great at writing. Um, another nominee to the state board, Carleisha Williams Brady of Tulsa, Cur- Carlisha Williams Bradley of Tulsa, who is black, made it through the Senate Education Committee without the support of its three Democrats. Bradley is executive director of Impact Tulsa a Partnership of School Districts, working to give all Tulsa students a high-quality education. Um, why didn't uh, the Democrats support her? Hmm, maybe that would be something worth talking about, too, but of course they don't. Yeah. Um, to her credit, state school's superintendent, Joy Hoffmeister, is standing by monies in Hernandez and says they deserve to be voted on by the Senate. It's, quote, not reasonable to expect or want board members to agree on everything? Hoffmeister said she's right. I mean, that's kind of true. Like, I want there to be a good mix of anarchists, communists, and like democratic <laughs> socialists on the on the school board. Confusion. Like, I want that. Oklahoma is a place of contrasts. <laughs> Stitt has said each of his nominees, quote, is a qualified leader who is passionate about education in our state.
1: I have a lecture Those about dialectics. Those should be
0: paramount. I
1: have, oh, I have a lecture about idiots. dialectics I want to give right now, about them spitting, spitting on the face, our faces in one hand and using our words against us in the other. Like, uh it's just their they, they're, the ability to walk and chew gum. just makes me want to slap these fucking morons. It's impossible to walk in shoe gum,
0: Adam. Have you tried? I trip over my shoelaces every time.
1: Yeah, I've seen you walk and smoke <laughs> a cigarette, though. I've seen you walk, walk, smoke a walk and smoke a cigarette.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, as Can't always. A beer all at the same time. Wait, always, one last
0: thing. Oh, yep. One announcement. Um, you definitely tune in next week, guys. We're going to have on uh a friend of the pod uh to talk about a song uh that he's released and also that's about reparations more broadly kind of about what's reparations what should reparations look like in Oklahoma how should we approach that how should we approach that nationally and how can we tie that into like a bigger socialist set of policies and politics um so that will be really fun I'm really excited about that everybody you should Tune in
1: uh, next week, too. Awesome. As always, our Twitter is at Red Star Over OK. We also have a Facebook page and subreddit. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes, as well as most other places podcasts are found. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns can be sent to our email, RedStarOverOK at gmail.com. Tell your friends about us, and please rate and review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. Have a nice week.